0: Welcome, football fans. Buckle up for another hard-hitting episode of Player 54 Podcast, a show focused solely on the XFL. From a sunny southwest Florida studio, here's your host, Michael Lythrop. Hello, football fans. This is episode 105, an official update. This episode is brought to you by our friends at True Victory. If you are not perfect, if you have ever struggled, if you have ever failed, if you have ever been the underdog, if you have ever doubted yourself or been doubted by others, if you want to get better, be better, and make our world better, this is the perfect brand for you. Founded by U.S. military veterans, True Victory is a sportswear and streetwear brand dedicated to building everyday champions on and off the field. True victory is not simply a company, they're a cause. Its purpose is to transform lives and elevate humanity through the power and unity of sports, positive stories, and serving others. They are dedicated to the game, the grind, and the globe. But most importantly, they are dedicated to you. If you want to strive for something better while proudly showing others your determination, grit, and supporting people like yourself, Check out the True Victory Shop by simply clicking on the link provided in the show's description and notes and enter the code PLAYER54 at checkout to receive 15% off your purchase. We finally have an official update. As per usual, we have XFL developments to discuss. In addition, this week... The XFL Insider Podcast's host, Matthew Tyler, joins the show to discuss this week's USFL-XFL merger news and more. But first, we have those developments to cover. So, let's get to it. On November 30th. The XFL held an event at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, Texas, to unveil its new Lone Star Club for the upcoming 2024 San Antonio Brahma season. Although I was not in attendance or recipient of the event's press release, San Antonio current staff writer Michael Carlos's piece on the event provided some additional details. Carlos mentions the Brahmas hosted a preview of the franchise's new luxury seating at the Alamo Dome, and team single game tickets go on sale December 4th per a press release. I must note, seeing details of the ongoing merger have yet to be finalized, the mentioning of single game tickets going on sale this week is not only surprising, but a bit suspect. I will continue to seek clarification to Carlos's reporting. Also on November 30th, XFL chairwoman and co-owner, Danny Garcia, posted the following statement to her Instagram account. XFL and USFL merger update. We are pleased to have completed the antitrust review process in connection with the proposed merger of the XFL and USFL and intend to play a combined season this spring, kicking off on Saturday, March 30th. We are now finalizing terms of the definitive agreement and will share more about this new league in the coming weeks. This much-anticipated announcement helps to ease some of the growing frustrations within the XFL and alternative football communities. However, it is clear we must remain patient as both entities continue to work through and finalize a unified organization. Also on November 30th, XFL insider Mike Mitchell shared on his ex-formerly known as Twitter account an internal message from XFL CEO and President Russ Brandon to league staff. Team. You may have seen stories or social media posts this morning regarding an update on our potential merger with the USFL. We are pleased to have completed the antitrust review process in connection with the proposed merger of the XFL and USFL and intend to play a combined season this spring kicking off on Saturday, March 30th. We are now finalizing terms of the definitive agreement and we will share more about this new league in the coming weeks. Brandon's internal email is essentially a copy and paste and confirms Danny Garcia's statement. It will be a few weeks before we have more information on a unified league and upcoming season. As I have previously mentioned, we will now be joined by the XFL Insider Podcast host, Matthew Tyler, to discuss this week's USFL-XFL merger news and more. Welcome, Matthew. I appreciate you taking the time to come on to the show to discuss this week's USFL XFL merger news and more.
1: Hey, I appreciate you having me today, Michael. It's a great pleasure to come on tonight, talk it up a little bit, and you know, just discuss some of the latest news drops and, I guess, uh, information that's available.
0: Yeah, you know, this merger or ongoing merger has definitely had its fair share of quote-unquote information, right? And whether you look at it as reports, speculation. And we've had very little announcements or statements that are a fact. So, you know, when you get one of two, like one of two, and there's some time, it actually means something. And, I, you know, not to go into the speculation zone or all these other reports like you and I had alluded to before we started this interview. We're going to just focus on what is at hand, what that we do know. There's so many moving pieces, so we're just going to focus on that. But before we do that, this has been a long time coming. You had me and Mark Hallback on your show a while ago. Yes, And I have like, oh, the invitation is going to be coming. It's going to be coming. Like I, I think I even said it on air, and it took a long time to get the invitation out, even if it was kind of last minute. I think <laughs> I said, well, hey, if we get any news this week, why don't we? And then also, oh, here, now we got to kind of jump on it. So I'm glad we're able to make this happen. Thank you for shifting your schedule around. Just for transparency, we are recording on Saturday evening. Obviously, the news drop early in the week. But before we really dive into all of this, I don't know how, how many of my listeners are familiar with you, Matthew, and your work. So why don't you, if you don't mind, take a moment just to provide a little bit of your backstory and what got you into this xfl space and eventually creating your own show
1: well you know back i'd say the 2020 xfl i remember watching shows like yours and 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 dirty and and a train show and and doing you know really engaging with media as close as possible while still being a fan i've always been a huge football fan i was a coach administrator i've done a lot of different professional gigs as well but sports were always front and center for me with that being said, I've worked in a lot of lower income areas, I've, I've lived in places that weren't ideal, and I understand the opportunity that sports really provides to individuals on any level, whether it's spring football, pro football, college football, whatever, you know. So I feel like that's really what kind of sparked my interest into the scene. Back in the the our our first or I guess our third round go of the XFL Something clicked and I decided, hey, I'm going to start covering Houston. I think I really want to cover Houston Roughnecks. I want to create a show. I want to do something. So I I just started sharing things on social media. And I'm talking about any piece of XFL information I was blasting out. Now, I will say that confidently that I always cited sources. I never stole content. It was always just a solid collaboration to try to get more and more information to the public more eyes to things more discussion more conversation whatever so really honestly that's where my love came from and went to one houston game as media fell in love completely it was my first round as media i've never done anything like that you know like i said i was a coach and administrator but sitting there in that box networking talking to these individuals who Uh, It it was a great experience. And looking back, that's really sparked a whole different change in my life. Uh, It it allowed me to become a different individual almost that unlocked skills I never even knew I had. But it's been a great run. And I actually started this last February. So we're coming up, you know, on on nine, ten months. And it's been a great run, man. Uh, I've enjoyed every bit of it. Like getting to know you, all the guys that are relevant media, players in different leagues, Agents. I mean, you can go on and on, but it's just been a fun, fun time, and I'm, I'm really excited about 2024.
0: <laughs> I'm hoping my Roughnecks don't get cut, though. <laughs> well, likewise, my friend. I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to 2024, and I, I hope nobody gets cut. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and I know there's a bunch of reports and speculation out there. And we're not going to dive in it, but you know, anybody would be worried about their team if yes you're sir. not say the St. Louis Battlehawks. Yep packing in 30,000 or <laughs> people into the dome, you know, for each home game. So I, I, I get it. I really do. But you now I'm glad that you're in this space. I know we haven't met in person yet, but we've had the opportunity to, you know, chat here and there, whether it's me on your show. Now you're on this show, but even on the phone privately, I believe on one occasion. So I'm glad to have you in this space in uh, this community. So I think we're a better community for us. So thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Well, that being said, I think with it being a long time coming, now we're going to get into the interview part. We're going to (laughs) talk some XFL here.
1: Sounds great.
0: So I think we're pretty like-minded. We've shared this a couple of times off air, and we're pretty straightforward people. We just like to take a look at it. So that's what we're going to do here. It took a while to get that second update uh, with this ongoing USFL-XFL merger. And there's still, as I will continue to reiterate, there remains to be a lot more details that need to be sorted out and finalized. There are several insiders and news outlets sharing those unofficial reports and speculative information. So let's just let's pump the brakes on that for right now. There's plenty of that out. You guys can catch it anywhere else. But for here, we're going to take a look here at what XFL chairwoman Danny Garcia statement that she posted on her Instagram account on November 13th. So I'm just going to read it here for a second, just to make sure we're all on the same page. Yes, sir. XFL and USFL merger update. We are pleased to have completed the antitrust review process in connection with the proposed merger of the XFL and USFL and intend to play a combined season this spring, kicking off on Saturday, March 30th. We are now finalizing terms of a definitive agreement, and we'll share more about this new league in the coming weeks. Okay, that's where it ends. So, like I said, this has only been the second since the intent to merge was announced back in the fall. I mean, So it's been a couple months.
1: Oh, yeah. Long months.
0: <laughs> a lot of speculative and reporting oh, have come out.
1: The mass speculation has really hit the fans hard, and unfortunately, that's that's what I'm seeing right now, and that's why I'm glad we're having a show. We're not going to hash that out. Uh, yeah, the mass speculation, the teams being cut, the the moving, the shifting, whoo, it's been crazy. It's still happening. Hmm. Yep. All
0: you know, the sources keep sharing numbers. Are shifting, markets are shifting. So, we're not going to get into that. Right. Sounds right. great, but. <laughs> well, what we do have is that the process is complete, so we don't have to worry about the federal review processing. That's done. That's in the rearview mirror. So they're a go. What does the go look like? Still to be determined. But we do know that it's going to be a combined season. So we're not going to have two separate seasons, right, based off of this statement. And we know that the XFL won't be kicking off or USFL won't be kicking off in February, as we are accustomed to in the XFL space. And it won't be kicking off for the USFL's traditional April kickoff. So here we are. Well, it's close enough, March 30th. But we have a kickoff date. We have a combined league. We just don't know how many teams yet. So thoughts. When this first came out, I mean, it didn't probably answer everything. It probably didn't put everything to rest for you, obviously. But what were your initial thoughts?
1: I will tell you, this is the first... I guess, update or or official documentation that I saw that we were finalized. So when I first saw this, I was stoked because we actually have some verification that things have been finalized and are moving forward. And I say that if, if we didn't include the date, I would be a little hesitant still. But since we included a date, we know that it's been finalized by the government. They're just finalizing the final terms of the agreement now. Uh, to me this is all good news i know it doesn't give us much to grab onto but coming from the owner or coming from the the leader of this league it, it's really definitive to know that hey this is coming this isn't something we're just talking about anymore so i mean that's pretty much what i got out of it the date and the fact that the merger has not been finalized but is official
0: yeah you know i, I look at it this way and i know that those Images from the Capitol, right? And the report it came out with certain evidence of Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Danny Garcia being there. And then eventually Danny posted some additional pictures, and then there was that massive picture. Yep. So I know the speculation and the people are like, oh, was, you know, too much time had gone by. It's not going to happen. I'm like, well, I had a feeling it was coming. It's just finally that we can put that to rest. The naysayers that say this merger wasn't going to happen. Or you know, one way or the other. It's just nice to put that piece to rest. I agree. It's nice to have a date because now people have something to shoot for. The question is we don't know what markets. So it's kind of tough mm-hmm. as to we're all shooting for something, but that's also kind of a, a scary piece. But let's not look at the negative so much. Let's we'll start looking at the positives, right? And that's what I think a lot of fan base starts need. You, you want football. We know that this is going to solidify this league moving forward, right? Yes, sir. How long? Hopefully for complete longevity. But looking at it, this is what matters for the foreseeable future. That's a lot of big players that just came together to finance this spring football league. So anyone that's worried, let's let's start to chip away at that. This merger is happening. We have a date set. Danny Garcia is not only in photos, you know, all this purging of her social media accounts <laughs> that people are worried about. Guess what? She just posted the statement herself. She's in these photos. <laughs> Let's let's put some of that to rest right now. Mm-hmm. I I know we all want news and information, but sometimes I think we're just too eager, and we let that drive us in a way that kind of sometimes deceives us. You know, we allow ourselves to deceive ourselves. So let's let's start to pump the brakes here on those type of things. I I just have to say it sometimes because I get frustrated with it, and even though I get plenty of news as you and I, you know, we're we know people, we talk to people, and we don't share. Everything that we hear. And uh, it just kind of gets to a point that finally, okay, hey, we're beyond that. There is another piece I want to discuss here. I don't think it's earth shattering in any way, but on the same day, insider Mike Mitchell shared an internal email from XFL CEO and president uh, Russ Brandon on his ex, formerly known as Twitter account. And that reads as follows Team. You may have seen stories or social media posts this morning regarding an update on our potential merger with the USFL. We are pleased to have completed the antitrust review process in connection with the proposed merger of the XFL and USFL and intend to play a combined season this spring, kicking off on Saturday, March 30th. We are now finalizing terms of the definitive agreement, and we will share more about this new league in the coming weeks. Okay, that's it. So, hey, it's the same thing. Exactly. I was going to say that. Danny puts it out for the public to see on Instagram only, which was, I thought was interesting. I didn't see it anything else. But then it also went out internally. And we had seen a bunch of players on the USFL side tweet a bunch of things about how it was official. Okay, so we know that news came out in the USFL and somehow. And uh, we know that to also be true, Uh, Bear with me here because I'm going to read this other statement here from the USFL Players Association. So the union statement on a collective bargaining and proposed USFL-XFL merger. So on the same exact day, again, November 30th, they posted, Yesterday, league representatives informed the union that the USFL-XFL proposed merger completed the antitrust review process with the Department of Justice. While an agreement to merge leagues has not been finalized, there has been a significant progress in bargaining. Uh, Rest assured, the negotiating committee continues to work diligently towards agreement on key issues we receive from player feedback, including group licensing and union censorship. It has been confirmed that the first game of the combined 2024 season will be Saturday, March 30th. The overwhelming consensus of the board of players' reps is that we will continue to inform the players' membership in real time based on information we have the liberty to openly discuss. So, again, nothing earth-shattering there, but just that's also further proof that the USFL has shared that with their players' union. So, we know whether the USFL wanted to put a statement out or Eric Shanks or whoever may be involved, that this is where we're at. I also feel like this is happening, right? I mean, there's no reason to believe otherwise That finalized or not. We're moving forward. Yep. Yep. No doubt.
1: You know, and I thought another thing, you know, when you, did you see the article from Ben Fisher? I did. Uh, So, you know, he, he was talking about basically Russ Brandon will be the top executive of this league. And that he's a very valid source in his info. I, I trust Ben, but I think it's, it's, Curious. I mean, we almost got the, the three big heads to agree. This is official. It's coming. Get ready. Preparing. We're preparing. I mean, it, it, it's almost, I mean, you know, we got a little more detail here with the USFL side, but it's very, very bare bones and Hey, it's happening. Prepare yourself.
0: Having the date pushed back for all those people that were concerned with a mid February kickoff or George tail end of February, there's not enough time. There's not enough time. Well, we can, that can start to put people a little bit at ease because now we don't, we have time. But I keep reading in each of the statements, it says in the coming weeks. So it's going to be quiet for you for a couple of weeks. People. That's the piece that we have to just accept. I don't know if we hear anything before Christmas.
1: The way it's played out, I doubt it personally. Because I feel like they're still working things out on their end, and things aren't fully uh, clicked yet with both leagues. So we're we're going to see some some things change that may already be true according to insiders.
0: It takes time, and there's probably things that have been you no know, well in the works. I nothing just okay. We just got this review. I'm sure there have been discussions and thoughts. But there's probably been back and forth for that for a while. It doesn't mean oh, things yeah. have been determined. Exactly. And maybe some of the speculation has been tied into the discussions back and forth. If we did this, if we did that. And depending on who's around the table at that point and who has the ear of who, you know, okay, you may have heard and they may come across as a matter of fact, when in reality, clearly nothing is definitive right now. So Exactly whatever the latest piece of information somebody heard probably going to change again. Mm -hmm. So let's, let's just keep that in mind, whether it's eight teams, 10, 12, 14, well, it'd be great to have 16, but let's, let's just kind of, you know, just take it easy. So we do know that the review process is complete. We do know that both sides are moving forward with the merger. We know there's a combined season and we have a date. So that's great. I kind of want to touch on a couple of other things here, Matthew, because things just haven't stopped, right We kept hearing business as usual. and with all of these markets in limbo, so to speak, it kind of has everyone like, okay well this is ha- well this is why I say just let's kind of relax because on Thursday, the 30th the XFL also announced the launch of the Lone Star Club at the Alamo Dome for the 2024 season of the San Antonio Brahmas. I think that's pretty awesome because it's not the first time we've seen something this offseason. We saw that, I can't remember the name of the level up in St. Louis for the Battlehawks that supposedly sold out and did very well. So, I mean, I look at these, I mean, what more positive signs do you want to see? I don't think you make this type of effort, this type of um, display if certain markets are not coming back. I mean, exactly. is,
1: do you see it the same way? Yes, and especially on that situation, because you know, you had fans, the the community driven fans, the people that really step up in San Antonio, they attended that event. They were there for that club. They got to see everything firsthand and probably be the first fans to actually view that area. So in my mind, if we're gonna be engaging a community on that nature. I don't think we're going to cut that out in, in the next you know month or two. I just don't see that being a probability. Really, it, looking at the signs, I mean, like we talked about before we got on air, you can look between XFL and USFL and see who is selling tickets right now. Who is putting deposits down on tickets? Who is still waiting on, on that? And you can view all that information yourself at home, guys. I mean, it's very easy to research. And it, it'll give you somewhat of an idea of what's going on, but truly, we don't know. It, it's just another piece of evidence to analyze and, and discuss.
0: Well, right. I mean, I looked, yeah, probably about an hour before we jumped on here. The XFL is still selling 2024 season ticket memberships for the Arlington Renegades, DC Defenders, Orlando Guardians, San Antonio Brahmas, Seattle Sea Dragons, and St. Louis Battlehawks. Okay. Whereas, on the flip side, they're collecting 2024 season ticket deposits for the Houston Roughnecks in Vegas Vipers. But here's the thing, people, that hasn't changed. Yep. At all this off season. Yeah, it's been this the same. Is, this since is where it's been. Right. May June. You know. Before the talk of a merger, during the rumored merger, then the intent to merge, and then all the speculation. Here we are. We have a statement saying the review process, or we have a. Combined league moving forward still hasn't changed. But you took, a I think, a little bit further look that you were mentioning on the USFL side, because I don't usually dive in on all that too much. But we still see on there what looks like it has its four grouping group pairings from the 2023 season. And I didn't click on too much, but uh, did you notice anything there?
1: So from my observations, I mean, it, it's somewhat similar with the USFL side. Uh, right now, it'll be the breakers. Uh, The Gamblers, the Stars, and oh, there's one more, the Generals. And all of those are are awaiting to be able to put season tickets down on those teams for the next year. Now, if you look at the other teams, you can even go into it and click individual seating and pick a seat for those USFL teams that I did not mention. And so it's almost similar on that side for sure. And the interesting thing about the USFL, when you go to look at their tickets and everything, you can see the open seats. You can see how many tickets have been sold individually. You can really get an idea of what's going on from that as well, in my opinion. But yeah, man, it it seems to be somewhat similar on the USFL side. And honestly, I don't know if this was a plan for them to do that, or if this was just a way for them to <laughs> keep up the hope and and, and you know, drive some. Ticket sales to see if this these teams will produce. I mean, honestly, it's kind of confusing to me. If it was me in that situation, I don't think I'd be offering half tickets and half not. I I would be trying to establish a a standard operating procedure for that, so we don't have these conversations like we're having now.
0: You look at certain things; it's like, okay, well, this seems to be business as usual. Meaning, like this is how they were conducting before. This is how they're still conducting now that that. Statement came out on Thursday, right? So that hasn't changed. Another thing I look at that's kind of business as usual, which is kind of interesting, is how you looked at both leagues were signing players. The USFL has been very active in actually signing contracts with their players. And that was happening before the statement came out on Thursday. Yep. And that continued because I saw more signings yesterday on Friday. So even though that that's now out there, they have not stopped. Whereas here on the XFL side of things, they were signing letter of intents, and that hasn't changed. I just haven't seen new letter of intent signed on Friday, but, you know, it's one day. But we haven't seen all of a sudden an influx of contract signings. I know some people are always going to hang their head on the things that, well, that just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And I, I get it. Kind of doesn't make sense to me either. But let's look at the markets. Nothing there has magically just changed and going to move the needle. So let's just wait on that for a little bit. But does that worry you some at this point now that we got that statement on Thursday? You know, to be honest with you, Michael, it,
1: it, our 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 ticket selling ability on both ends wasn't really the best. and And that's not saying anything bad, but, you know, as well as I do, the marketing could have been 10 times over better than what it was. And I feel like this is just something that's slipping through the cracks. They're not really considering it, it, in my opinion. That so, I mean, I don't know, man. It's a tough one. It's you could look at this and shape any ideals you want from it, or you can look at it and view it as as just more information to build a, a case of, of of facts and truth. And so that's kind of what I've done with it. Is I've really tried to stick to what we know, what's happening, what we can look at, touch, see, and then go from there. I
0: mean, other than that, I mean, I didn't have a whole lot to go off because just a couple statements that just essentially mm-hmm. were just copy-paste of one another. Mm-hmm. But just to dive in, is there anything else you're seeing from this, that, you know, pertaining to this or surrounding this merger that you just feel like you got to say, right? You have your platform, but now you have another platform to share. these just think people are not getting a certain bit about, like, Here's your opportunity just share it with (laughs) this new wave of uh, listeners.
1: I'll tell you, Michael, I mean, I'm not going to share anything shocking, controversial or or debatable at this point, because we all know the same facts. And that's that's pretty much what I'm sticking to. I'll say there are more positives than negatives from this merger. And people should really sit down and and think about that. Write a list if you got to and you can see those positives and negatives. From my indication, the negative aspect of this is, is the cuts, whether it be job cuts, team cuts, player cut, whatever. That, that's the negative about this. Everything else is positive. We have We're gonna have better gameplay. We're going have I mean we're gonna have a lot more athletes to pick from to make this better gameplay. We're gonna have spring football rolling for hopefully years to come. It backed by real money. You know as well as I do, like the AAF, if we don't have cash waiting for us as we need, This league will fail. It'll fail before it's over. I mean, and and we know this. So, honestly, those are the biggest takeaways I've gotten from this. And you see, we haven't had a show on this. I'll have a show Wednesday with Mike Mitchell and Pat Ruffino, and and we'll discuss this a little bit more. But I've kind of stayed out of the scene, man. I I haven't wanted to approach the the debates, the arguments, the negativity. That's what I've rolled with on this so far. Another thing I'll say, too, The XFL really needs to do uh, some fan, some fan relationship repairs, because right now you're having a lot of fans jump ship when they don't even know what's going on. You have people looking at information, making harsh decisions. You know, it's not a good time right now. So we really got to stop cannibalizing each other and just like get to work, start promoting, start becoming fans again. And the unfortunate thing is that's not going to happen until we get more details.
0: Yeah, when I look at the potential of job loss, and uh, whether it be players, number one, that's somebody I've spent a lot of time building a lot of relationships with, and I I work with a lot of them behind the scenes. And I'm not acting like I'm their agent or anything, but I I take I'll a see. lot of phone calls and text messages. Um, some more than others, but it, I mean, heck. I care about these guys. I built relationships with with a lot of these guys and it kind of, you know, it's a little emotional to know that what they're going through and how they are dealing with the uncertainty because some of these guys might be tied to the league or some of these guys were still trying to get in from the showcases and they're like, well, wait, exactly. now what? So this means I don't have a shot. And, you know, you never want to see people's dreams stomped on, so to speak. You don't want them ever to kind of just feel like oh, there's no hope they're still fighting and striving and grinding and all that just to, to have that opportunity. So, you know, you, you want to see them have a chance. That, I think, is is a tough part, is that if there is a reduction of opportunities to play. Uh, now we do see an increase of indoor or arena teams. Exactly. Up. It, that's a good thing, but it would have been nice to have that in addition to this, not lose the outdoor, because this is supposed to be that next bridge between the indoor arena space to the national football league if these players are going to have that opportunity so this is that area that really really needs it the probably the most not that any opportunity is terrible but you know I, I agree coaches there's a lot of coaches that are going to be impacted by this there's people that decided to hung around it if there were cuts front office staff was uh, for the team the leagues yeah all that and there's a bunch of support staff that kind of comes in around that as well on uh, team support staffs was in operations and whatnot. And so you got to feel for a lot of guys and, and sure. girls out there that are probably going to be put in some tough, tough spots. Um, so yeah, that's probably the biggest thing, you know, I'm thinking of everyone cause you know, they're going through the holidays and this is kind of, do I have a job? Do I not? But you know, unfortunately change is inevitable. And no matter what we all face it and here we are. and as media, it kind of puts us in a place of uncertainty as well, especially a show like myself that's rebranded you know, and tried to withstand the test of time. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. But, I mean, like, we'll get through it together. And I do think it's going to be in a stronger place as far as a league, where before, it doesn't matter what the XFL said, what the USFL said, I think it was more year-to-year. Year. Well, hopefully this kind of does give us that three- to five-year plan Locked in with real money. Not that Fox didn't have real money. Not that Redbury Capital didn't have real, money, but now you have both sides coming together. That's some real money. So yes, sir. Can't imagine you put you come together to merge for a one-off season. I think you come together because you know we can really make a go at this. And if it is eight teams, if it is ten teams, that is really the short-term goal. If if I'm not going to speculate, just saying if that's what you hear. But yeah. That's. I mean, I I try not to dwell on the things that we really don't know so much. Understood. All right. Well, Matthew, it has been a pleasure. I appreciate your time. And having you on the show to discuss the latest information pertaining to the USFL merger. We all know the process has several moving parts. And it will be interesting to see how it all works. Because it's not happening this week or next week.
1: Agreed. Hopefully we'll get a good Christmas present is the way I'm seeing it
0: or new year's i'll take a a good new year's gift if we can get that as well but once the dust settles i would love to have you come back on to discuss more of the xfl or whatever this fl ends up being i like it yes sir i would
1: love to i appreciate you inviting me on tonight man and i'm sure we'll collaborate some more and have some more conversations it's it's always a pleasure coming on and speaking on someone's show and uh once again thank you for the opportunity Guys at home, if you're listening, girls as well, uh, check out the show. It's the XFL Insider Podcast. You can basically find it on any socials besides Instagram. I'm kind of lame on Instagram. Uh, but we're actually going to do some expansion my way. Things are going to be changing, but th- that's kind of still in the works. So just keep up, guys, and and I appreciate the support, Michael, and, and I look forward to more conversations and then meeting a again, dude. I hope we get the chance to actually conversate and shake hands, you know?
0: Be awesome! Uh, I know we were close to potentially doing it at the Orlando Showcase for whatever reason. I I had a hard time getting things uh, (laughs) taken care of, and I'm even here in Florida, so I understand what you having a hard time figuring getting that ironed out and trying to fly in. That makes it even harder. But um, well, eventually it will happen. I'm a firm believer. But you know what? I look forward to seeing whatever comes of your show in the coming months, um, and as we progress into the new season of this new FL, don't be a stranger.
1: Yes, sir. Same your way, man. I appreciate you.
0: Yeah, likewise. Have a good evening. You as well, Michael. We are blessed to have Matthew join us to discuss the factual information pertaining to the XFL and its ongoing merger with the USFL. There have been numerous reports and updates surrounding these developments. Both sides are working through multiple scenarios. And it can understandably lead to internal staff members having conversations with various contacts. I will admit, I have also received information. Yet, like Matthew, I believe it is not worth discussing. Anyone who has been involved with any acquisition or merger knows a wide range of scenarios that are discussed and rediscussed discussed ad nauseum. This USFL-XFL merger is no different which is why these reports and updates are all over the place. I understand this is an uncertain and frustrating time for fans and season ticket holders, but try not to believe each report or update as the final decision by both parties has not been made. Once we have an official statement and outcome, Player 54 Podcast will be sure to cover it in great detail. Unfortunately, we do not have any fan line messages this week. If you have an XFL-related comment, question, or hot take and would like it to be heard on the show, reach out to the fan line by calling 863-TALK-XFL or 863-825-5935. Doing so, your message could be included in an upcoming episode. All good things must come to an end. This concludes another episode of Player 54 Podcast. As always, I am interested in receiving your feedback. So do not be a stranger. Reach out to let me know your thoughts, and if you do so, your comments might just make it on the show. But before you go, do not forget to subscribe and rate the show on your platform or choice. One last thing if you are interested in checking out our friends over at True Victory, do not forget to click on the link in the show's description and notes, as well as that sweet code, Player54. 15% off your purchase. Thank you for tuning in. Till next time. Cheers. Thank you for tuning into today's show. Don't forget to subscribe and rate player 54 podcast on your platform of choice. You can follow the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at player 54 podcast. Do you have a question or topic you would like to have addressed on the show? Message the show via social media or send an email to player54podcast at gmail.com.